Welcome to another episode of Bright Headed Publishing Patio Book Book Club. I am your host, Kelly Morgan. Today, I had the honor and the pleasure of speaking with Tamika Chambliss. Tamika wrote a children's book about how to deal with breast cancer. The book is um, part of a wonderful series that she started, but this book is called Pink Hope and the Hope Leaders. And Pink Hope is a superhero and a breast cancer warrior. This is a children's book, ages 7 to 13. I think it's a wonderful idea. I cannot wait for you to meet her. She is the newest member of the book club. Please welcome author Tymeka Shambliss. Tymeka, welcome to the podcast and welcome to the book club. You are the newest member to the book club. Welcome. How are you? I am great. How are you today? Thank you for having me. Thank you for sharing your platform with me. I truly appreciate it. I do not take it lightly. You are very, very welcome. I'm very glad you could be here. I'm excited to talk about your book and and, and what you've written Um, I think it's a wonderful book. It's a great idea. I never even thought about it. We'll get into what it's about in a minute. But before we go there, um, as an author, I always like to kind of find out about the author. So when you decided, or let me back up. Did you always know that you wanted to be an author? Um, Yes. I started writing when I was 10 years old. Um, I wrote my first book at the age of 16. Um, didn't publish it because at that time I had no clue of what the process was. So, you know, it just kind of like stayed in my folder. So I've, I've literally wrote poems, short stories, all that since I was 10 years old. Um, I didn't really, uh, I guess I didn't embark on being an author until um, my, my breast cancer diagnosis. And that was the catalyst that kind of like pushed me back into it because, you know, life happens and a lot of times our passions, we kind of sweep them under the rug, you know, especially once you become a parent, you know, you have kids, you have a job, you know, a lot of times just life doesn't give you that open opportunity to be able to dive back into your passions. And so um, breast cancer was truly, it was a blessing. and people think I'm crazy when I say that, but it literally pushed me back into my purpose of writing. And um, yeah, so I'm officially a published author now. <laughs> that is fantastic. I always like to say, you know, life comes crashing in, you know, when you're trying to do your dreams and you got to go do the things that you got to do to get by. Absolutely. You know, so sometimes like, like you said, writing Although a passion, you might have had to put it on the back burner, but it sounds like it never went away. Absolutely. You know, it it is, it is strange how breast cancer could be your catalyst, but I get it because you're writing through your journey of having this horrific disease. I'm guessing. Am I guessing right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was, um, when I was diagnosed with breast cancer in December of 2019, um, I didn't really tell anybody. In January, I told my my VP um, at the time. And, you know, she, because I had kind of like stopped writing, you know, when 
I was diagnosed with breast cancer and I was like, you know what? Because I, I was in the process of actually filming a pilot for a television show that I wrote. And I found out like a week after we finished uh, filming the pilot that I had a breast cancer diagnosis. And I was like, okay, put everything on pause because I don't know if I would be here, you know? And um, I was talking to my VP about it and she said, well, you know, Ty, because everybody calls me Ty. She said, why don't you just create a journal? And when she said that, I was like, oh my, it never even dawned on me to do a, a journal or anything like that, just about my process, my progress. And when I started writing the journal, it was so therapeutic for me because I was able to say everything I couldn't say out loud. And I was able to have this conversation with myself, have this conversation with God, you know, just be as authentic and, and brutally honest um, as I wanted to, because it's on paper, you know, well, on my laptop. And I was like, you know what, this is really good. So my initial um, idea was to create a book from my journal. And uh, that didn't, it kind of just went the, a totally different direction um, in regards to uh, what I was going to publish. Yeah, that's funny how sometimes your journey takes you one way, although you think you're going to go another way. Yes. Right? So here you are with your breast cancer diagnosis. You're writing again. But how do you come to figuring out what you're going to publish? Because what you're, you didn't publish your journals. No. I did not publish my journals. What happened was... Um, I had a mastectomy on June 3rd, uh, last year, 2020. And I came home, uh, two days after I came home, I woke up that morning and this phrase pink hope just kind of like ringed in my ear. And I was like, okay, I didn't know what it was. I was like, let me just kind of, you know, save it, put it in my mental bank and, you know, move on. And literally a week to the day, I was asleep and this storyline just passed before me while I was asleep. And I woke up and I was like, where's my laptop? And I started typing, um, didn't really know what direction it was going to go in. I literally was just listening to the people in my head. I know that sounds really insane. I'm not insane, <laughs> but my characters talked to me. And so I was listening to the characters and just typing out everything. Um, and Pink Hope and the Hope Leaders were, it was built through that. The other thing I think is, is that I am a mother of three and I didn't really know how to explain my breast cancer diagnosis to my children. It was the hardest thing. I couldn't even figure out how to say the words to them. So I would always tell them, you know, oh, mommy's having issues with her boobs or mommy has to have surgery on her boobs. I just could not verbalize breast cancer to them. And so this book was not only something I dreamed about, but also what I used to be able to share my, my diagnosis with my children without inciting fear in them. And that was my biggest thing. I just didn't want them to hear breast cancer and automatically develop a fear for it. And so this book literally was the avenue for me to be able to explain it to them. And that is so cool. So what made you decide to publish it did you just decide did you look for a publisher or did you just decide to publish on your own I actually uh, it took me a month to make the decision if I was going to publish it so I finally 
decided in August of 2020, you know, let's go ahead on and work on publishing. I found a great illustrator. Um, my fiance, he has some of his workers. Uh, he has a marketing company. So he worked alongside them to be able to get the illustrations done. I hired a marketing company in Memphis and uh, I almost lost all of my money and they did not do the job. Um, so I made the decision. My book was supposed to come out in Jan on January the 1st, 2021. I found out the day before, literally the night before, it was about 10 o'clock that night. Um, the publishing company that I hired, she called me and was like, hey, your book's not going to be ready. And I'm like, wait a minute, you haven't, the, what you mean it's not going to be ready? You haven't even ordered the books? And so that's a whole nother topic for another day. But um, <laughs> that whole incident made me just choose to self-publish. So I really just kind of self-published. I wasn't able to go through like, um, I wasn't able to go through KDP, Amazon or anything like that because they didn't print landscape books. So I literally had to find a company that print landscape books and just get them to print it and just sell it from my website because it was just, when I tell you, I went through hell and high water trying to get this book published, but it's here now. So, you know, that- Well, now, and, and congratulations, because it sounds like it was a journey. Shoot. And even though the publishing was probably, was probably difficult marketing, how has that been? Because usually people say, you know, I can publish, I can use KDP or whatever. But then, you know, I get my book on Amazon or whatever. And now, now what do I do? Absolutely. So it has, I'm not going to say it's been difficult for me, but it has been slightly challenging only because I don't have a platform like Amazon or KDP or Books A Million to actually tell people, okay, you can go to Amazon and order the book or go to Books A Million. Like literally I have, I'm, it's on my website. So I built the website, you know, I have the book on there. And so I'm literally just like, okay, I need, please buy a book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, so, right. I, you know, it's, it's been challenging because I don't have those platforms, but it's also been really, um, it's been accepted uh, I've gotten some really great reviews from the book. Um, I had daycares that purchased the book, um, schools that purchased the book, you know, so I've really had some like really, really, really great um, opportunities to be able to get the book out um, just using my own personal platform. What about libraries? You know, I have not had a chance to talk with libraries. And the main reason why is because my book does not have a UPC. Uh, what is it called? The um, Oh, Lord, the barcode. I don't have a barcode. Oh, the, I, the IBSN? Yes, ISBN number. That's it. I don't have an ISBN number because the publishing company that I originally went through, um, the lady said that she purchased my ISBN number. She gave me a number. And when I went and looked it up, it did not exist. So <laughs> I don't have an ISBN number. So that's the reason why I've been kind of leery about like going to different bookstores and things like that. My next set of books that I'm going to get printed will have the ISBN number. And then I'll be able to, you know, definitely try to partner with bookstores and, and the library as well. Right. And, you know, audiobook as well. Yes. Now we are working on the audiobook. Um, my children, which are actually the characters in the book, 
they are the characters that'll be uh, doing the audio version of it. So I have a really great team that's working alongside me to get that going. Um, and of course, with the audiobook, we can put that on Amazon. So that, that'll be a definitely a plus when it comes down to the marketing side of it. So the book is Pink Hope and the Hope Leaders. Yes. You know, it is a children's book. I saw where it was um, on... Um, like ages seven to 13. Is that about right? Yes. Yeah. So is it a series or is it a standalone? Cause it sounds, it sounds just the, just the name to me sounds like this could be a whole series. It is a series. So uh, the first book, and this is Pink Hope. <laughs> she is a black female superhero. She's breast cancer warrior. Um, and she's actually breast uh, breast cancer awareness. She's the first superhero, black female superhero character to represent breast cancer survival. Um, so I'm super excited about that. But yes, it is a series. Um, I'm actually in the process of writing Purple Hope, um, which is about Alzheimer's, explaining dementia to children. My grandfather, he died of dementia. And um, my, my baby never got a chance to really meet him, engage with him or anything like that. And so I wanted to write a book that just honors his legacy. He, When he was 91 uh, from New Orleans, uh, he was a Creole man, had his own tailor shop, his own barbershop. He was an entrepreneur. Uh, he was a war veteran of war, 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 World War II. Um, you know, so I'm like, he has really just, his legacy alone uh, just says a lot. And I wanted to be able to build something to honor him. And so that's what my, my next book is going to be about. So are you going to do a whole series? Yes, we are. We are doing an entire series on it. Um, we're doing Purple Hope. Like I said, that's what we're working on now. Um, we're also going to do a, um, Autism, a book about autism. Um, and so it'll be a Puzzle Hope. Uh, we're also going to be doing um, COVID. We're going to be doing, oh my goodness, it was it's quite a few. We're going to be doing a lymphoma. Um can't even oh my brain is literally it's it's going blank right now but yes yeah, so we have roughly write about 12 books that we have uh committed to writing um in regards to bringing hope to those hope and awareness to those particular diseases so yeah we're going to be doing this for a really long time <laughs> i think that's really cool i just had a flash in my mind when you said that you should really partner with children's hospitals you know i have tried Okay, so Laban or Children's Hospital, uh, St. Jude, I'm sorry, St. Jude is actually in Memphis, Tennessee. And so I've partnered with the cosplay organization that they have their superheroes that go, they have Captain America, Black Panther, you know, they go and take pictures with the kids. So we're actually in the process of creating the actual uh, version of Pink Hope. So she's getting her own costume built. She's going to be an actual character. She's joining that cosplay organization where she, she's going to be able to go and interact with the kids read her book to the kids you know take pictures with them and all that wonderful stuff so yes we are actually in the process of doing that that is cool yeah, yeah when you said that i thought man that would be a great place to partner and another great place to to give your book i think to people who would really benefit and really want to read it. I think it's fantastic what you do. So tell me about Pink Hope and the Hope Leaders. I, I get who Pink Hope is, 
who who are the hope leaders? So the hope leaders. So Pink Hope is about the book itself is about a little boy named Devin. His mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, and one of the questions he asks is, "Can I get it?" Because he didn't really understand it. And so Pink Hope comes in. Uh, she takes them on this magical journey to the Hope Factory um, and explains to them what breast cancer is. She actually shows them what the breast cancer cells look like. She shows them what radiation looks like. She shows them uh, what the chemo drugs look like. Like she gives them a broad range of what breast cancer is. And then after she explains it to them, she commissions them to be hope leaders. And hope leaders are just people who have dedicated their lives to bring hope to other people. So Devin becomes his mom's hope leader. He receives a hope leader um, medallion. Um, and he goes home and tells his mom, you know, don't worry about anything because I am your hope leader and every hope leader deserves a big helper. And so that's what we're teaching kids that, you know, there, there are different things out here. We don't have to be afraid of it. So what we want to do is commission them to bring hope to other people. Yeah, that's cool. So will all the books have, do all the books have hope leaders in them? Um, so no, all of like, so the dementia book that we're working on, uh, Purple Hope, it's called Purple, uh, Purple Hope and Grandpa's Wall of Pictures. So every book has its own, you know, it has the, you know, it's all about bringing hope to people, but it has its own storyline. We didn't want it to be repetitious and we didn't want it to mirror um, Pink Hope. We wanted to make sure that everyone, every, all of our characters have its own storyline that surrounds that particular illness. Um, but ultimately it's just all about bringing hope to everyone who's dealing with those particular situations. So that is fantastic. If somebody is interested in getting the book, how do we get it? You can go to my website. It is called www.hoperulestheworld.com. It is our, it's called the Hope Factory. And the Hope Factory is a breast cancer, a breast cancer resource website for black women who've been diagnosed with breast cancer, regardless of, you know, if, if they're a pre-viver, survivor, or just a thriver, which is someone who has been diagnosed, someone who has, who's going through the process of, um, of, you know, taking chemo and all of that and the other person who has survived from it. Um, so that's what the website is about. And Pink Hope and the Hope Leaders is one of our resources that we're offering to mothers who have children and they're just struggling to try to figure out how to, how to share it with their children. I think that's so important. I think that sometimes we get so caught up with the person who actually has the cancer and not how it affects their family, especially the children. And so when you had told me that what that's what your book was about, I thought that was a really great idea because I just, you don't really see a lot of that. Yeah. You know, um, I was, I was that mom, you know, I literally was that mom. I didn't know how to tell my kids. I didn't know how to explain it to them. I didn't know because the thing is, is with children, you know, you want to be able to explain it to them on their level you know, where, and again, where you don't incite fear. And so, you know, my, my oldest daughter, well, at the time she was 10, she, yes, yeah, she was 10. And, um, you know, she would come and, you know, after I told her mommy's having issues with her boobs, she would just come, you know, lay in a bed with me and lay on her chest. And she's like, mommy, which boob is it? I'm like, girl, you don't leave me alone, you know? <laughs> but it was one of the things because she understood, okay, something is wrong. 
you know, and I never wanted to, like, I tried my best not to cry in front of my kids, even when I had those moments. You know, I tried my best not to complain about it in front of them. I try not to allow it to be a part of their story, you know, and so I would use certain terminologies um, to to share it with them without sharing it with them. And when this book came to me in my dream, and I was like, oh my God. And after I, after I wrote it, I sent it over to my sister because my kids were staying with her um, because of course I had just had a mastectomy. And I told her, I said, let Lila, which is my oldest daughter, I said, let her read it. And she gave it to her to read it. And my daughter, she loved the book. And she was like, well, who wrote this? And my sister was like, well, your mom wrote it. And then we got on the phone and had the conversation about, okay, this is why mommy had to go to surgery. This is why mommy is resting right now. You know, and it was, it was, and so I told her, I said, you know, and the character is you, you know, she said, it is. I was like, yes, that is you. And so it was just a way, you know, for me to be able to let her know that number one, I appreciate because she brought hope to me in times where I felt hopeless. And so in, in you know, in, in uh, being able to understand that, I wanted to let her know, number one, I appreciate you for being a big girl for mommy. And then number two, we're going to use our story to bring hope to other people. I think that's so fantastic. So the book again is Pink Hope and the Hope Leaders. Give us the website one more time. Yes, it's www.hoperules, R-U-L-E-S, rulestheworld.com. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook, Pink Hope. I think it's Pink Hope Heroes as well on Instagram, Pink Hope Heroes. We would love to hear from you. You're welcome to inbox us, DM us, leave us a message on the website, um, and we'll definitely make sure that we accommodate you, answer your questions, and reach back out to you. I think that's so fantastic. So this means that because you are now a member of the book club, you get special perks and benefits you didn't know about. Mm -hmm. That means that you are now an official member, which means you can come back at any time and talk about your next book. All you need to do is just let me know. So it's an email. It's an email saying, I've, you know, Purple Hope is ready. And if you want to come talk about it and, and so we can help you promote it, that's what the podcast is all about. So definitely let me know. So I'll expect to hear from you. Yes, ma'am. You know, Kelly. <laughs> sometime this year with Purple Hope so that yes. we can get it out there and let people know about it. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. We'll definitely do that. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tamika, for being with me today. I truly appreciate it. I think what you're doing is wonderful. And like I said, you are welcome to come back at any time. Oh, thank you so much, Miss Kelly. I appreciate again for you sharing your platform and just giving me the opportunity to be able to share hope with others. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bright Headed Publishing Patio Book Book Club. I have been your host, Kelly Morgan. I just wrapped up with children's author, Tymeka Shambliss. We talked about her book, Pink Hope and the Hope Leaders, and the other book that she's writing in this wonderful series. I think it's absolutely fabulous what she's doing. You can definitely check her out and get the books at hoperulestheworld.com. Again, that's hoperulestheworld.com. Thank you for listening. This will be the last episode of our first season. 
I'm happy to say we have done 76 podcasts. We started the podcast in November of 2020, and this episode airing on August 21st will be the last one of season one, and we are taking a much-needed break, and we will be back in October. But don't worry, if you would like to be on the podcast, we are still going to be recording starting in September, so please, by all means, email me. I would love to help you promote your book brightheadedpublishing at gmail.com. Again, that's brightheadedpublishing at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of our ever-growing book club. I can't wait to talk to you again in October, but until then, keep writing.